are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer for live streaming, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up. Do-ba-dee-oo-doo-doo-doo-wee 
We would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or for live streaming, CITR.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and we have some of the very finest in jazz music for the next three hours plus. And, of course, um, a little later on in the show, after the pre-planned jazz feature, we're going to be commemorating one of the great young heralds of the trumpet, Mr. Roy Hargrove, who passed away from cardiac arrest. And, of course, he had had a long, unfortunate history with kidney problems. He was on dialysis for years. He's only 49 years old. And uh, it's a horrible tragedy for jazz music and music in general. Roy Hargrove was just one of those exceptionally uh, marvelous musicians um, who really represented the noble tradition of jazz music. And his attitude was a jazz attitude. He, he, uh, he loved to play, and, and, and uh, he was always sitting in with different bands and um, definitely was uh, would sit in with musicians that were far less talented than he than he was, but he always uh, managed to uh, encourage them and say keep going. He was just one of those kind of people, um, and of course, uh, we will be extensively commemorating him after our jazz feature this evening. Ironically enough, our jazz feature artist is a trumpet player, and he has the same kind of beautiful sound that um, Roy Hargrove has. Uh, there's a similarity in approach, thoughtful approach, and, and so on. Our jazz feature artist is Wilbur Hardin, and this is a month of obscure, underrecorded, overlooked Jazz Masters of the Trumpet, and uh, Wilbur Hardin is the first, and he's going to be our jazz feature artist. He was born in Birmingham, Alabama, December 31st, New Year's Eve, 1924, and he taught himself the rudiments of music and the trumpet um, and gained facility uh, as a young man, and began working with local players in the Birmingham area, and s soon he was good enough to join two great R&B stars, singer Roy Brown, and a little later on, Ivory Joe Hunter, and work in their bands and get the hell out of Birmingham, Alabama, and um, tour the country, and eventually he settled in Detroit, and of course Detroit had a fertile jazz scene in the 1950s, and of course um, Hardin left the R&B circuit and uh, began to be heard uh, in sessions around Detroit, and of course uh, he was heard by the great Yusuf Latif and worked with uh, Latif and recorded with him uh, all throughout uh, 1957. Eventually Hardin moved to New York in 1958 and he not only recorded with John Coltrane, 
on Prestige Records, but he signed with Savoy Records and in 1958 produced four fine recordings for that label. And two of those recordings, we've combined them for tonight's jazz feature because essentially they have the same personnel and were recorded um, around the same time in uh, the middle part of 1958. And uh, these are wonderful recordings. A little bit of an addenda. Hardin um, did his, uh, he, at the end of 1958, he entered hospital for an undisclosed illness. I don't know, nobody really knows whether the illness was mental or physical. It remains a mystery. He did briefly emerge in 1960 uh, and, and played different sessions around New York and recorded with trombonist Curtis Fuller. That was his final recording. Uh, he again succumbed to his illness and inactivity and by all accounts was unable to play anymore. So we don't know uh, what this illness was. It was not drugs. It was not alcohol. None of the things that people unfortunately associate with jazz musicians. It was merely a breakdown of his health. Um, his appearance with Curtis Fuller was his final recording, as I mentioned, and Hardin died in obscurity in New York on June the 10th, 1969, at age 44. Sad to say. However, many years later, a memorial plaque was put up in his hometown of Birmingham in honor of Wilbur Hardin. And tonight we're going to hear Two great, we've combined two wonderful recordings that were issued on Savoy Records, one called, <laughs> rather uh, strangely, Jazz Way Out, and the other one was called Tanganyika Struck. And to show you how uh, the respect that Hardin was held, he was able to get um, and record with the people that I'll mention on these recordings. The most important was John Coltrane. Coltrane is magnificent on these recordings. He was right in the middle of his first real peak of his creativity. Uh, the early years with Miles Davis when he sounded pretty rough sometimes and, and uh, abrasive. Um, by 1958, Coltrane had emerged as, along with Sonny Rollins, the most influential and widely heard tenor saxophonist in jazz. And he was at his first major peak on these records. And Coltrane is absolutely wonderful. Working uh, hand in glove with um, Wilbur Hardin. They blend beautifully. Hardin, of course, uh, has got a beautiful burnished sound. And uh, you'll hear that, uh, that gorgeous tone that he has, a rich uh, trumpet sound. Um, he was a thoughtful player, uh, as you'll hear, um, very much kind of a, a little, it will remind you a little bit of Miles Davis. Uh, Miles was, of course, an influence. Uh, Hardin didn't um, play any uh, uh, gratuitous pyrotechnics, show off licks, fast stuff, high stuff. He didn't do that. He was an extremely musical person, and this is why he was held in such high esteem by people like John Coltrane. The, his other partner on the front line is trombonist Curtis Fuller. 
And, of course, he met uh, Coltrane and spent a lot of time in Detroit, and, and Curtis Fuller was originally from Detroit, so they knew one another. Uh, on the first three tunes, um, a rather obscure pianist appears. Uh, he was a local Detroit uh, musician and never achieved any kind of international fame, but a very good piano player. His name was Howard Williams. And on bass... Uh, a wonderful bass player that worked around uh, Detroit for many years and recorded. His name, Alvin Jackson, sometimes known as Ali Jackson, and uh, a very fine, solid bass player. And on drums, the ubiquitous, he was on so many recordings from this era, Arthur Taylor, the great New York drummer. So the first three tunes, pianist, um, Howard Williams is on there. The personnel remains the same for the remainder of the set, except Tommy Flanagan, the, the poet of the piano, one of the great pianists in jazz history, takes over from um, Howard Williams, and uh, he adds to the um, high level of musicianship and uh, uh, spiritual unity that are on these tracks. So that's the lineup, Wilbur Harden on flugelhorn, which is, uh, a flugelhorn is, a, um, some of you don't know, is, is a slightly larger trumpet and it has a more mellow sound. Uh, Miles Davis played uh, flugelhorn a lot, as did Art Farmer and so many other musicians. Um, it just has that uh, burnished, beautiful, glowing sound. And Wilbur Harden makes the most of it. It's perfect for his style. So he's on flugelhorn on all of these pieces, and I'll just give you the rundown of the uh, of the tunes. First of all, uh, the musicians once again: Wilbur Harden, the leader, on our jazz feature artist on flugelhorn; John Coltrane on tenor saxophone; Curtis Fuller on trombone. First three tunes: Howard Williams on piano and Ali Jackson on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums. And for the, after um, the tune, starting with tune number four, um, there's a switcheroo in piano players, and Tommy Flanagan takes over from Howard Williams for the rest of the tunes. First tune, um, the first piece of music, as a matter of fact, the first uh, four Five pieces of music are all written by Wilbur Harden and shows his uh, com- compositional talents as well. The first tune is called B.J. Um, the second tune is called uh, Enadak. Third tune is a beautiful ballad, and you'll get an idea of how what a gorgeous sound that Wilbur Harden was able to produce on the horn because he really does the this beautiful old standard um, justice. And uh, the tune is called Once in a While. Tune number four is um, a hardened original called Dial Africa. Tune number five is got that African feeling once again, and it's called Umba. And then the final two tunes are by trombonist Curtis Fuller. Um, tune number six is entitled Gold Coast. 
dedicated to that little country in, in West Africa. And tune number seven is again dedicated to an African country, and that's the title track of one of the albums, Tanganyika Strut. So those are the two combined albums. They were all recorded in um, July of 1958 uh, at Rudy Van Gelder's studio. Well, I should say June 1958 in uh, Rudy Van Gelder's studio. And we hear these great musicians as a tribute to the marvelous flugelhorn player, Wilbur Harden. So here is our jazz feature this evening. Sit back and enjoy this absolutely superb music. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Thank you.
our jazz feature this evening, the trumpet stylings of Wilbur Hardin, the late and wonderful Wilbur Hardin, who only had a brief career in the spotlight of jazz music from about 1957 to 1960, and uh, for reasons of uh, health, uh, he had to literally give up playing and give up music, uh, sad to say. And um, he had been spent a lot of time in, uh, in hospital with uh, both mental and physical illness, and he died at age 44 in obscurity in New York City in 1969. Now, Wilbur made four albums, he was contracted to uh, Savoy Records in 1958 and made four wonderful albums for that label. And we heard two of them uh, tonight with uh, basically the same personnel on uh, both of the albums. So we combined them into a, uh, a long jazz feature this evening. So we heard Wilbur Hardin, who specialized on the uh, um, flugelhorn, which is a mellower and slightly larger uh, trumpet, and of course it was favored by such people as Miles Davis and Art Farmer and various other, uh, Clark Terry, various other um, uh, trumpet players. Uh, they, the, the mellow sound of the flugelhorn uh, appealed to uh, all of those gentlemen, and of course especially to Wilbur Hardin, so he really made a specialty of playing the flugelhorn. Both of these recording sessions um, were done in May and June of 1958. And on the first three tunes, we, there was only one change in personnel. Um, the pianist on the first three tunes was a, a local Detroit uh, pianist by the name of Howard Williams. And on the last four tunes, he was replaced by the much better known and... Uh, Wonderful Tommy Flanagan on piano. The other people involved, uh, of course, Wilbur Hardin on flugelhorn, leading the band. Uh, John Coltrane, of course, on tenor saxophone in absolutely peak form. Uh, this was sort of his first um, great pinnacles. And by 1958, uh, John Coltrane had, along with Sonny Rollins, had become the most influential uh, tenor saxophonist in jazz, and of course, uh, of course, Coltrane uh, continued to uh, to move forward, and so on and so forth. But this particular period was um, very special for uh, for Coltrane. His style had all come together, and um, it just he the music just poured out of him, as as you heard on trombone. Curtis Fuller, one of the greats um, from Detroit, and on bass, Alvin Jackson, sometimes known as Ali Jackson, and on drums, Arthur Taylor, and of course, uh, Art Taylor uh, recorded on so many uh, great uh, jazz records from this period, one of the finest drummers on the planet, the late, great Arthur Taylor. The tunes by this band, we open with um, two Wilbur Hardin originals. 
The first one was entitled B.J., and the second one was called Anadak. And then we moved to a gorgeous ballad written by Johnny Green and featured really, you got a, a, the essence of um, how beautiful um, Wilbur Hardin can play on the flugelhorn and his gorgeous sound. And it was really emphasized in this uh, ballad. And everybody played so well on it. And it, it was an old favorite tune called Once in a While. Then we moved to another Wilbur Hardin original called Dial Africa. And then tune number five sort of had an African feel too, and it was entitled Umba, and it was written again by Wilbur Hardin. And the final two uh, lengthy tunes were written by trombonist Curtis Fuller. Tune number six was entitled Gold Coast, uh, after the West African nation. And tune number seven was also dedicated to um, an African nation, Tanganyika, and it was called Tanganyika Strut. Both of them were written by Curtis Fuller. So that's our jazz feature artist, wonderful Wilbur Hardin. And uh, Mr. Hardin wasn't with us very long, but uh, he left us with some really, really fine music. And I hope you enjoyed um, this rather long uh, jazz feature and where we combined um, two um, albums that were originally issued on LP and put them together um, for tonight's feature. Wilbur Hardin. All right, you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or, of course, www.citr.ca for live streaming. My name's Gavin Walker, and after some messages, we're going to come back with a tribute to one of the great young masters who was uh, taken away from us recently and sadly at age 49. I'm talking about trumpeter Roy Hargrove, and we'll be hearing quite a bit of his music. We're going to pay a lengthy tribute to Mr. Hargrove and his music right after these messages. So don't go away. Attention all podcasters and podcast fans. The Vancouver Podcast Festival is happening this November, bringing you... Workshops, panels, and live tapings from some of your favorite shows. Programming includes evening shows at the Rio Theater from some of the most popular podcasts around, including You Must Remember This, Uncover, Escaping Nexium, and The Dark, and The Allusionists. Plus, there's also free daytime events at the Vancouver Public Library. Find out more, including information about student rates at www.vanpodfest.ca. Sequential Circus is back on Saturday, November 17, 2018. With over 11 years of history, Sequential Circus delivers Vancouver's best in live electronic music straight from the underground. Sequential Circus is a live electronic music showcase featuring music performances by AVR, Big Zen, Lazy D, Ridilin, Sarah Gold, and Tokiomi. Visual projections by Dermot Glennon and much more. So put on some dancing shoes and join us at 10 p.m. on Saturday, November 17th at Open Studios at 252 East 1st Avenue for a night to remember. Ages 19 plus with ID.
Well, a look at our weather. Uh, tonight is uh, cloudy with a 40% chance of a shower, maybe even a thunder shower uh, overnight with a low of 8. And then tomorrow is going to be reasonably pleasant with a mix of sun and cloud and maybe a sprinkle in the afternoon. 30% chance of a shower um, tomorrow afternoon with a low of 8 and a high of 12. Then Wednesday and Thursday are going to be sunny. Can you believe it? In November? Well, that's what they say. And um, with temperatures uh, for Wednesday and Thursday, the lows will be between 4 and 5, and the highs will be between 9 and 10. Sunny both days. Friday, it clouds over, and with a 60% chance of a shower, with a low of 4 and a high of 8. Saturday is cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower, again, with a low of 4 and a high of 8. And then Sunday is a mix of sun and cloud with a, a low of 3 and a high of 8. So there you have the picture of the weather. So there you go. You're listening to CITR 101.9 broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Something I, before we get into uh, our tribute to uh, the late and wonderful Roy Hargrove, I'd just like to mention uh, there is a book published by UBC Press, which is available. You can buy it um, either through UBC Press. Uh, just go online and, and check it out. The book is called uh, Jazz at the Cellar, and it's written by Dr. Marion Jago. And it is a marvelous book. I highly recommend it. Um, you can buy it on Amazon as well. Uh, and you can purchase it at Neptune Records up on Main Street, 20th and Main. And they have copies of the book up there. And uh, it's a wonderful history of the legendary cellar in Vancouver, the first um, edition of the cellar, the original cellar, which existed from 1956 to 1964 before it, it closed and then got reincarnated a couple of times later. But uh, this was a very important part of Vancouver's cultural development because not only was jazz music the center of uh, the cellar, they had uh, great plays down there, Samuel Beckett plays, and plays that are um, almost mainstream today, but at the time they were very, uh, very, very new. Um, Crap's Last Tape, um, Plays like that uh, were produced by the late, great Barry Kramer. And, of course, uh, all combined with music. There was uh, some poetry down there with the great Kenneth Patchen and Bill Bissett. Um, the cellar was truly a cultural center. It was located um, on a little street between Main and Kingsway. And you know that street is called Watson Street. That's where Rise is now, but the original cellar, that's where it was. And... This book really covers a lot of um, history of Vancouver. It's very, very well-researched, 
uh, Dr. Jago did an amazing job. There, there are great quotes from um, many of the people that were there, including myself. And uh, it's um, uh, a marvelous book. Live at the Cellar um, is the title of the book. And check it out. As I mentioned before, you can get it through UBC Press, Amazon, or give Neptune uh, Records uh, a call because I know they have copies up there. Live at the Cellar. All right. Roy Hargrove. What a, an immense loss to the jazz scene. He was only 49. He had uh, suffered from um, kidney illness for many, many years. And uh, he was on dialysis for about 13 years. But Roy Hargrove was a true spirit of, of jazz. Not only was he just amazingly talented uh, as a musician, uh, he was a giver. And he loved to play. Uh, when he eventually moved to New York, you could find Roy Hargrove anywhere. He, he would sit in with, uh, go to different clubs, um, sit in, play a couple of tunes, head off to the next club. Um, he was he was there all the time, and of course, many times he 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 was playing with musicians that were far less talented than than he was. But he would somehow raise their level, and um, uh, he'd give them advice. And uh, he he was really and truly an old soul, and his music reflected that. And he really knew the history of the music as well. He was a marvelous composer and played excellent piano as well and, of course, uh, had one of the most gorgeous sounds on trumpet. And a lot of the older musicians really, Roy was very special to them. Sonny Rollins uh, recorded with, with Roy and um, Johnny Griffin and Joe Henderson and people like that. Uh, they knew that he was someone special. And it was, it was really too bad that he was taken from us at a young age. He died November 2nd, and he was 49 years old. He was born in Waco, Texas, October 16th, 1969, and um, uh, studied, uh, went to Berkeley School of Music and all this sort of stuff, and uh, uh, was an extremely um, well-educated musician, but... Uh, not academic about it at all, and uh, he was respected by all. We're going to miss Roy Hargrove. We're going to go back to an album that he did called Tenors of Our Time, and this is Roy performing with uh, a couple of the major tenor saxophonists in jazz, and we're going to hear Roy with, first of all, with Joe Henderson, the late, great Joe Henderson, and playing one of Joe's tunes called A Shade of Jade. And uh, we're going to follow that with a tune written by Cyrus Chestnut, wonderful pianist, called Greens at the Chicken Shack. And the tenor saxophonist along with that one is the little giant, Johnny Griffin. And um, Roy is accompanied by um, playing in the section, is um, not soloing, is Ron Blake. Uh, Cyrus Chestnut is on piano. Rodney Whitaker on bass and Gregory Hutchinson on drums, Hutchinson on drums. And tune number three 
is Roy's favorite ballad. This was a tune that uh, he loved and uh, really made one of his specialties. And it's a tune called Never Let Me Go. So we're going to hear three tunes. First of all, with Joe Henderson, A Shade of Jade. Secondly, with Johnny Griffin, Greens at the Chicken Shack. And the third tune, Never Let Me Go. And it was a tune written by Jay Livingston and Ray Evans. A beautiful ballad. And it was Roy's favorite. So here then is the late, great Roy Hargrove.
See what I said about the sound that Roy was able to bring out of his uh, horn. And, of course, it was really manifested on that uh, gorgeous ballad, which um, he told me himself that was his very favorite of all the great ballads that were written. And, of course, uh, uh, his love of that tune was very obvious. We're paying tribute now to the late and wonderful and sadly departed Roy Hargrove. And uh, three tunes from this album called The Tenors of Our Time. And the first tune uh, we heard in the rhythm section was uh, Cyrus Chestnut on piano and uh, also um, Gregory Hutchinson on drums and Rodney Whitaker on bass and playing in the section, adding to the ensemble sound, Ron Blake on tenor saxophone. However, and of course, Roy Hargrove leading the band on trumpet. So the very first tune um, was with the great late Joe Henderson, and that was his tune called A Shade of Jade, and uh, that featured Joe and, and Roy. Second tune, Backbeat Blues, written by Cyrus Chestnut, was called Greens at the Chicken Shack, and that featured the little giant himself, Johnny Griffin, on tenor saxophone, and, of course, Mr. Hargrove. And the third tune, of course, was this beautiful ballad, Never Let Me Go. And uh, 
of course, Roy making the most out of that tune. That's a tune that he played very frequently. We're going to turn now to an album of the same vintage uh, called Public Eye, and we're going to hear three tunes from that album. And there's some very fine people on here with, uh, with Roy. Antonio Hart on alto saxophone, Stephen Scott on piano, and the great Christian McBride on bass, and Billy Higgins, smiling Billy Higgins on drums. And we're going to hear um, Roy's title tune on here called Public Eye, and then we're going to hear a beautiful ballad once again, because uh, Roy, uh, this was something that a lot of younger musicians don't do that well, um, is play ballads. And uh, Roy was able to interpret these, these great um, uh, ballad tunes so well, and, and it brought out the best of his sound. So we'll hear Roy do the um, Harry Warren tune called September in the Rain, and we'll end the set uh, from this album with uh, um, Roy Hargrove original called Lada. So we begin with Public Eye. Roy Hargrove, our continuing tribute.
We're paying tribute to the late and wonderful Roy Hargrove, who was taken from us at a young age, 49 years old. He passed away from cardiac arrest in New York City, November 2nd. And of course, uh, he'll be missed by the musical community. And uh, Roy is just uh, an incredible, was an incredible musician who really gave his all to the music. And uh, we're experiencing some of his music tonight. This is a band that we just heard. We heard three tunes. Uh, Roy, of course, on trumpet with Antonio Hart on alto saxophone, Stephen Scott on piano, Christian McBride on bass, and the great veteran of the band, Billy Higgins, on drums. And we heard three tunes from this album called Public Eye. We heard the title track written by Roy Hargrove, um, Public Eye. The second tune was a delightful version of a tune almost done in sort of uh, that medium bounce tempo that Miles Davis used to like to uh, favor um, back in the day. And uh, we heard an interpretation of the Harry Warren tune called September in the Rain was tune number two. And the third tune um, with a Latin feel was a Roy Hargrove original entitled Lada. And... uh, Yes, three tunes from this uh, marvelous album um, done back in the early 90s by uh, Roy Hargrove called Public Eye. We're going to turn now to uh, a track from an album called The Vibe. And this particular track features David Fathead Newman. And, of course, uh, Roy and um, Fathead were both born in Texas, and um, David Newman, of course, heard Roy when he was a young man and, of course, knew that he was going to be a great musician. And uh, so this particular track has uh, Fathead Newman, David Newman on tenor saxophone, uh, Roy, of course, uh, on trumpet, and um, Mark Carey on piano, Rodney Whitaker on bass, and Gregory Hutchinson on drums. And this is a tune called Alter Ego.
That was a tune from Roy Hargrove's album called The Vibe. And that was a tune called Alter Ego, written by the late pianist James Williams. And, of course, it featured um, Roy on trumpet, along with David Fathead Newman, a fellow Texan, on tenor saxophone. He took the first solo. And we also heard... um, Antonio Hart on alto saxophone, Mark Carey on piano, Rodney Whitaker on bass, and Gregory Hutchinson on drums. Alter Ego from uh, Roy Hargrove's album, The Vibe. Of course, we're paying tribute to this uh, wonderful musician and who left us far too soon, but he left us some great music. And we're going to turn now to an album called Ear Food, which came out, uh, it was recorded in 2007 with uh, Roy's regular working group, and it featured a lot of his compositions, and uh, it is truly a wonderful album. So this one uh, has Roy, of course, on trumpet and flugelhorn. Uh, he enjoyed playing both. And Justin Robinson, one of his very best friends on alto saxophone, Gerald Clayton on piano, Danton Bowler on bass, and Montez Coleman on drums. And we're going to hear a bunch of tunes from this uh, marvelous album called Ear Food. And, it, um, you know, Roy won uh, a, a Grammy Award um, for uh, music. And, of course, um, he, he really um, had the respect of uh, all the elder statesmen of jazz and uh, they knew that Roy Hargrove was some somebody very special. And I think you'll agree when you hear, uh, you've heard some of the music of, of Roy Hargrove, and we're going to hear some more. So we begin with a Hargrove composition called Brown, and then a delightful piece of music written for an intersection in France, and it's called Strasbourg Saint-Denis. And uh, that is one of uh, Roy's, uh, most charming compositions. And then we're going to hear a very beautiful rendition of a Lumarini tune entitled Star Maker. And we're going to conclude the set with um, Weldon Irving's great tune that Freddie Hubbard uh, made a famous version of. And Roy's version is absolutely great as well. We're going to hear Mr. Clean. And we may hear another tune before we uh, close the set. So we begin with um, Roy Hargrove's original called Brown from his album Ear Food.
And so ends our tribute to the late, great Roy Hargrove. And we heard a whole group of tunes from his wonderful album, recorded in 2007, called Ear Food. And that was um, Roy Hargrove with his quintet. Roy played trumpet and flugelhorn, and of course was the leader of the band. Justin Robinson on alto saxophone, Gerald Clayton on piano, Danton Bowler on bass, and Montez Coleman on drums. And we heard a whole group of tunes uh, from this album in tribute to the late, great Roy Hargrove. We began with uh, his own composition called Brown, and then we moved to one of his most um, favorite compositions uh, by many people, a charming thing called Strasbourg Saint Denis, uh, dedicated to that great intersection in France. And uh, then a very beautiful rendition of Lou Marini's Star Maker. And then we heard Weldon Irving's great tune that uh, Freddie Hubbard recorded uh, many years ago. And Roy did his own version of Mr. Clean. And the final tune, of course, was uh, uh, bringing out Roy's beautiful sound on trumpet and his love for ballads. And... um, most jazz musicians play this tune as an up-tempo, uh, kind of an exciting tune. Roy chose to do this as a ballad. And the tune, of course, is Ogden Nash and Kurt Vile's great tune, Speak Low. And I think that's a fitting way to end our tribute to the incredible music, musicianship, and personality of um, Roy Hargrove. And... We wish him well on his journey. Roy was born in Waco, Texas, October 16, 1969, and died in New York City of cardiac arrest, brought on by years of um, kidney disease. And he died November 2nd in hospital, and he was only 49. Roy Hargrove. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or, of course, on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and we're going to pay a short tribute to another musician that passed away. He had a good long life. He was 83 years old, and most a lot of people know his drumming from some very famous uh, recordings for Blue Note. Um, his name, Ben Dixon. And um, his Muslim name is uh, Abdul Karan. And uh, Ben passed away November 1st in New York City. He was 83 years old. Marvelous musician and composer as well, but he was such a supportive drummer. He was one of those unpretentious drummers that uh, uh, every musician would love to hire. So we're going to hear him on a couple of tracks from a very famous Grant Green album called Sunday Morning. We're going to hear the title track from that album, and then we're going to hear Ernest Gold's marvelous tune, 
from the movie Exodus, the theme from Exodus. And um, we hear Grant Green on guitar, Kenny Drew on piano, Ben Tucker on bass, and Ben Dixon on drums. Here is Sunday Morning, followed by Exodus.
We're playing tribute, a short tribute to a wonderful drummer by the name of Ben Dixon. And Ben uh, passed away on November 1st. He was 83 years old. And, of course, he is uh, part and parcel of some really, really fine um, Blue Note albums and, of course, albums on prestige and different as a sideman. And he is one of the most uh, tasteful and musical drummers ever to uh, grace the planet. And, of course, we heard his drumming on uh, these two tunes from an album by guitarist Grant Green called Sunday Morning. Grant with uh, Kenny Drew on piano, Ben Tucker on bass, and Ben Dixon on drums. And we heard Sunday Morning, composed by Grant Green, gospel-flavored thing, and we heard Ernest Gold's famous tune from the movie Exodus, the theme from Exodus, played by Grant Green, Kenny Drew, Ben Tucker, Ben Dixon. All from Grant's album, Sunday Morning. We're going to hear a couple more tracks with uh, Ben Dixon on drums. This time, under the leadership of Hammond organist Big John Patton. This is from an album called Oh Baby. And uh, it's a Blue Note recording. And it features um, Big John Patton on Hammond organ. Grant Green, once again, on guitar. Blue Mitchell on trumpet, and Harold Vick on tenor saxophone, and on drums, Ben Dixon. And he wrote the first tune on this album, and it's a funky thing. It's called Fat Judy, written by Ben Dixon. And then we're going to hear a Harold Vick composition, I think the highlight of this album. It's called Night Flight. So in the company of all these gentlemen, just check out the uh, marvelous and supportive drumming of the late, great Ben Dixon.
Our small tribute to drummer Ben Dixon, who passed away November 1st in New York City. Ben Dixon, one of the great supporter, supportive drummers in jazz music, and he was heard here with uh, organist Big John Patton, who was the leader of the band, Blue Mitchell on trumpet, Harold Vick on tenor saxophone, Grant Green on guitar. And we heard two tunes. The first tune... Uh, was a Ben Dixon composition entitled Fat Judy. And the second tune was written by the saxophonist on the date, Harold Vick, and it was called Night Flight. And this is from an album under the leadership of Big John Patton, the late, great John Patton on Hammond, Oregon. And the album is called Old Baby. And it uh, came out, was recorded in 1965 and came out on Blue Note Records. That's it for another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR. My name's Gavin Walker, and of course, uh, this month in November, we're doing obscure, underrecorded, and underrated 
trumpeters. And um, we opened the show uh, tonight with uh, a wonderful trumpeter by the name of Wilbur Harden. And we'll continue in that tradition for the next um, few Mondays in November. So if you like trumpet, tune in right at 9 after the uh, theme and um, verbal rap by yours truly. And we get into the jazz feature. And it will be a trumpet player. I'm not going to tell you who it is until you tune in next week. And please do. We really uh, enjoy having you with us. And uh, really, um, uh, we love that. So there you go. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you in seven days' time. We're here every Monday night starting at 9 p.m. Right here at CITR FM 101.9, or, of course, live streaming CITR.ca. This has been another edition of The Jazz Show. My name's Gavin Walker. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.